Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Sunday Messages. This is Reverend Sydney Finn, as always. And today, because this is the first Sunday episode of this podcast of 2020, I figured that it would be an appropriate time to talk about intentions. So before I get into this, I think that one of the important distinctions to make here in goals versus intentions is that goals are going to be more number focused, right? Goals are going to be measurable, like something if you want to hit a certain income number within a calendar year or if you want to lose a certain amount of weight, or if you want to read a certain number of books, right? Those are all goals. So I wouldn't put those in the category of intentions, okay? I think goals are awesome depending on what your personality is like, what your relationship is to goals. I think it's very, very personal. But I think what matters more, for myself at least, my experience has been intentions matter more. Because if I have an intention around something that I want to experience or feel, right, and feelings aren't measurable the way that numbers are, then that actually can have me shift my goals and change the goals that I want to reach because my personal evolution is what's evolving as well. So, for example, let's say your intention is to have more freedom in your work life. Freedom is the key piece of that intention. Now, this is important to note because your goals could actually conflict with this, which is why I really, really feel that intentions matter more than the goal. Because if you're aiming at freedom, but you also want a promotion, that's going to require you to work more hours, that might not be a goal that is necessarily in alignment with how you want to feel. Or let's say you want more freedom in your work life, but you're saying, I want more clients at the same time, or I want to get X number of clients. If Even if you reach that goal, you might find that it's actually incompatible with you. So my personal strategy for this is to look at it as, okay, I have my intentions, for the year. I have my intentions for what it is that I want to experience and some things that I would like to do more of on an energetic wavelength level. What am I fully in alignment with? What does my body want? What am I in agreement with? The goals are actually a natural consequence and evolution of the intention piece. So of course, it's like going into 2020, of course, there are some measurable, attainable things that I would like to see happen this year. That's not the issue. It's more about do the goals reflect what I intend to create for myself and the energy that I want to step into. So this is why the measurable, attainable, the number piece is less of a big deal to me personally. Because if I find that the goal that I'm setting is not compatible with me, I have to pivot. So the goals are constantly changing. Like what I'm aiming at, I slowly tweak over time. I don't do a 180 every two seconds. That's not good. But as I'm kind of steering the ship, it's like I have a general frame of a goal that I'm trying to attain. But the energy, the intention 
like what I want to experience more of. That's actually the focus. That is what the intention is as you kind of settle into what are you wanting to experience this year? What are you wanting in 2020? Or any year for that matter, of course. It's it's something that I've refined over time. So the biggest thing that I think is important for manifestation across the board is a lot of the things that we aim for on a material level or from a goal standpoint is actually an indication of how we want to feel more than anything else. And there's a lot of people who talk about this, right? Like Joe Dispenza, who's very, very scientific, more quantum physics focused. He discusses a lot. It's about emotion as being what helps you magnetize things to you. That's really important for manifestation, but feeling is what comes first. Danielle Laporte, she also has a very feeling-focused, feeling-oriented goal-setting style, But it has everything to do with the feeling. It doesn't have anything to do with the number piece. But this, I I would just like to point out here, that if you're looking for, I want to make X amount of dollars in this calendar year or within a month, what is actually the subtext of that goal? Is it abundance? Is it financial ease? Is it feeling supported? Is it feeling like money is easy? What feeling will that goal provide you with? And that's actually what you want to start with. You want to start with the feelings and then making that dollar amount is going to be in alignment with the feeling that lives underneath it. Let's go with something more physical. Let's go with health. I think that right now, for some reason, people are really demonizing weight loss goals. Personally, I see nothing wrong with it because there's a lot of health risks that go along with gaining a lot of weight, right? So I'm one of those people where it's like not everyone is struggling with an eating disorder. So I don't think that, you know, having weight loss goals or, or physical goals are an issue. I think that everyone wants to call it problematic. I disagree. If you want to get in really good shape, if you want to feel your best, if you want to have a lot of energy and really embody the vitality that you know you deserve, that what that is not a problem. Come on. Now, what I would say, though, is again, we go back to what's the intention? What's the feeling underneath the goal. If you have a goal to lose X number of pounds, I mean, I don't think that's necessarily a good place to focus just because you're missing out on the feeling piece. If you're overly focused on the number, you're going to ignore the feeling. So like, what would that number goal actually helping you to experience and feel a certain thing, right? And this doesn't apply to those of you who have like, Um, body dysmorphia and things like that. That's a whole other topic. But what I'm talking about is like if you do have, whether you're dealing with a chronic illness and you want to get to the point where you're feeling a lot better or you do have some health problems going on with your weight, maybe you're pre-diabetic and you need to get your health in check for your well-being or for your kids or your partner. I mean, there's a million reasons to set the goals that we need. But I think that the focus is something or the the why, the reasoning behind it, if you're just chasing a number, that's like a, it's just not going to be as supported because if any of the numbers fluctuate, then it can send people into panic. And this also goes for financial goals. It goes for pretty much everything. 
So whatever health goal you have, think about the the feeling underneath, right? So is it, I want to feel well, I want to feel strong, I want to feel powerful, I want to feel like my best self, I want to feel limber, I want to be able to play with my kids, I want to be able to play with my grandkids, I want to be in the best possible condition despite my illness. I mean, it could be literally anything. I want to fit into this really cute dress that I haven't worn in a while. I mean, it doesn't matter, right? It's more about the feeling than anything else. And and all of those whys are perfectly good reasons. But think about an intention as being more experiential. What is the feeling, the experience that you would like to have? Or even like let's let's go with if you are one of those people who becomes overly fixated on calorie counting and restriction and things like that, are you aiming more at freedom? around your experience with your body and doing things to love and support and heal your body rather than punish it, right? These are feelings, they're experiences. And everyone's aim is going to be different for what that looks like and what the desired feeling or the intention might be. Let's do an example of a relationship goal. Okay, so I actually, I did this last year. I set an intention to get into a relationship. I successfully did that, even though the relationship didn't end up working out, but I did achieve the goal. But there were a lot of wounds and healing that needed to be done that was actually the intention behind that goal. And so the getting into the relationship piece was a natural consequence, um, and it was an aligned goal, like a I guess you could call it an attainable goal, like a number goal type of thing that was going along with the intention underneath it, which was healing, repairing relationship wounds within myself, um, all of this other stuff that was really important for me to align myself with, focus on and experience. So if you're setting goals like relationship stuff or friendship stuff or whatever, just bear in mind that a lot of those things have to do with feelings that are underneath, just like all of the other goals as well. Because the connection stuff, all of that is going to start with what you're embodying, what you're wanting to feel within yourself. That's actually where you want to start with the intention piece. What is it that I'm actually craving? What is this connection that I'm looking for in the outside world, what is that actually going to do for me on an emotional, spiritual level? How is that going to make me feel? Because we all know that saying of like, even though there's a thousand people in the room, I feel like I'm extremely alone or I'm, I'm profoundly lonely despite all of the interactions that I'm having. So we can't just look at it as a a number of friends or, you know, a relationship that you do or don't have. It has everything to do with the feeling and the experience more than anything else. So if you're aiming at the feeling and experience, that's actually going to help you get to where you want to go because then you have a bit more control or a lot more control over the actual manifestation itself. So whatever you're trying to bring to life or make happen it's 
all about what you're embodying, what information, what feelings, what emotions, what what intentions are you setting within yourself that you are putting your energy behind. So that is what the whole intention thing is really about is what are you willing to put your energy behind? What are you willing to aim at that is going to help you really experience what you want to experience in this lifetime. Because if you are exclusively focusing on numbers, that's just kind of setting you up to not, it's like a short-term goal. Even if it's a year-long goal, it's still kind of short-term. It's like there's more to it than just getting the thing, because then you're going to have another goal. And you're kind of going to miss out on the experience of the feeling that you want if you're just chasing the data. This is why I don't set very many specific goals for myself. And there's there's a lot of practical things too that, that would make sense like um, quitting smoking or something like that. But again, we go to What's the feeling that's underneath quitting smoking? Is it freedom? Is it abundance? Is it your vitality? Is it, you know, any, any number of things that are underneath that goal? But, but that is a really empowering goal and there's a lot of reasons behind it. So just try to evaluate, it, does your goal align with what you intend to feel or what it is that you want to experience on a regular and consistent basis and start leading with that and see what happens to your goals. And you might find, even if you're just going through and asking, what are my intentions? What are my goals? You might find some discrepancies between the two of those. So I would just kind of check in with yourself and you might notice a pattern, like go through each one of your goals and just ask yourself, you know, what am I actually trying to experience with this goal? Since this is what I desire, what's actually, what's underneath it? Kind of turn the rock over and you might find some themes that are going along with what you're chasing. And again, you guys know I'm I'm deeply ambitious. Like it's something that there's a lot of things I want to do and a lot of stuff I want to make happen. And that isn't a bad thing at all. I just have to constantly check in with myself about the intention behind the goal. And that's going to be what helps me pivot where I need to pivot. And it's going to help me identify when I fall out of alignment with that goal. And then, you know, there's there's a lot less attachment to the goal itself and I can kind of relax around what I need to adjust along the way. So you can also view intentions as being more of an umbrella, an overarching theme or uh, feeling that you want to have that kind of encompasses more than one goal, whereas a goal is just one clearly defined point of focus and thing that you can kind of achieve and get to, like that that mountaintop is more of what a goal is, whereas the intention is what will essentially act as the motor, the fuel to getting you to that goal. So anyway, let's go ahead and get into the Q&A. So here's the first one. When writing them out, do they have to be in cursive or is that just some new age gatekeeper BS? Uh, New age gatekeeper BS, definitely. Um, 
you don't have to write your intentions down. (laughs) Just so we're clear, it's something that you hold within you. It's not something that you even have to put into physical form. Like you can just have one intention or one primary focus or feeling and that can technically be the intention. There are no rules, you guys. There's no right or wrong way to do it. There is not like... There's not a superior spiritual way to do this. Anyone who is trying to convince you that you have to have a certain way of doing things is just full of it, in my not-so-humble opinion. I don't think anybody should be surprised by my response to that just because I truly believe that whatever rules you create for yourself, right, a lot of unconscious people or... um you know, and we all kind of have these unconscious beliefs that like our parents gave to us or our families of origin gave to us, right? We can run on autopilot with all of those. But at the end of the day, if you start putting more focus and attention on what your belief systems are, those are ultimately going to be the rules that you play by. It's not up to someone else. That's across the board, whether it be for spiritual stuff, spiritual beliefs, or whether it be for something more practical like beliefs around money and and career. Okay, so no, there are no rules with any of this. I'm just giving you my my experience with them. Okay, how do you know if you're setting them correctly? Is there a wrong way? No, not at all. Again, it's just like, what are you intending to hold within yourself? What are you intending to create with your energy? So that can be something that, yeah, materializes, but the focus you want to have is on the feeling itself. How to stay consistent with an intention after setting it. You want to continue going back to... Is my energy lined up with this? Are my thoughts, words, and actions lined up with this intention? And that's where consistency really comes in. And also pay attention to, are you feeling the way your intention feels? Right? Are you actually feeling those emotions? If not, then you want to adjust what you're doing so that you can experience more of those feelings. Now, this is where I want to interject and just say... Yes, you can have a bad day. You're not going to derail your entire life for having a bad day, week, month. This is something that is a practice. It's something that you want to continually work on getting your energy behind and getting in line with your goals, right? So the the thoughts, words, and actions, you guys know I'm big on that. That is what's going to ultimately help you manifest the goal. But the intention is just helping you with the internal compass of, am I feeling the way that is a reflection of this goal or or thing that I'm looking to create? Is there a wrong way to set or form an intention? No, it can literally be anything that you want. My, My recommendation is that you try to stay away from numbers in particular and instead focus on embodying the feeling. That's definitely gonna help everyone across the board when it comes to manifestation is like, ask yourself, how can I feel more of this? What do I need to do in order to feel and experience more of this thing that I'm intending even if it's not presenting itself in the material world already. 
And then setting intentions. I mean, I think, you know, Daniel Laporte talks about this a lot with the core desired feelings. Just how do you want to feel? Like, what do you want to feel? Seriously, I would just start with that. It's a very basic question to ask yourself, but it is really helpful. And I mean, there's a lot of things that we want to experience and feel at all different times of our lives. But there's a few different ways that you can do this now. So you can do what I mentioned earlier. You can look at all of your goals, like the specific things that you're wanting this year. Flip them around and ask what's the feeling that's underneath it. And you can kind of help that shape your intentions, what you're actually after. Or you can look at the different areas of your life and ask yourself what's missing or what would I like to experience more of on a feeling level? What do I intend to feel more of? And then letting that be what guides you in each area of your life. And I, I'm not I'm not into like tackling every area all at the same time. That's definitely not me. I feel like that's too much. Some of you might, some of you might not. It's totally up to you, but that's what I would start with. You can do cold, like just what do you want to experience more? You can let your goals kind of reflect back to you what you want. Or maybe there's just one core focus that you would like to dedicate your year to, to really mastering. And I mean, that's a perfectly fine intention as well. Like you can just say, I want to feel easy and free in all of these areas. You know, that that's a perfectly fine intention. And then your goal becomes just aligning yourself with that focus and that feeling. And all of the material stuff will just click into place. Or you can say, you know, I want to feel more supported across the board, more supported in my relationships and my finances and whatever. So you can make it as general or as specific as you want. I personally think there's way too much pressure on January, especially the new year. And I am not demonizing the the reset button that is January 1st. I think it's great for many people, but also it can apply so much pressure to the point where it doesn't feel good. And so that's why I definitely have more of a feminine approach when it comes to goal setting and intention setting, which is just like, does it feel good? Is it in alignment with me? Do I need to change this? Do I need to be more flexible with it? And letting that be okay. Because I'm one of those where it's like, I'm I'm starting new things all the time. So I don't feel confined or restricted to just having to do it in January. And that's where intentions are way more helpful. If you have an intention, it becomes flexible. You're not locking yourself into anything. You're intending for something and you recognize I might need to pivot in order for this intention to come to life. And that can make it a lot easier. Okay, and then how do you know if you're following the intention, the feeling? How do you feel? Do you feel like what you've intended or do you feel the opposite of what you've intended? And if you can just get yourself clear on that, it's going to make your life a lot easier. So I would just focus on Am I feeling how I want to feel or am I doing something that's completely out of alignment with me that doesn't feel good? And and that can be what shows you either the goal needs to shift or you're not in alignment with your intention at all. And so that it's more of a, I don't want to say comfort, it's more of a confidence empowered content 
feeling and experience is kind of what alignment will end up feeling like. Because I I don't want to say it's about comfort because for many of you, the intentions that you set are actually going to require you to be uncomfortable, to push against that and do things that you wouldn't normally be comfortable with. Like if you want more connection and more friends and more relationships, you're going to have to push yourself in that area if you're not used to it. Same goes for if you want more money, you're going to have to start showing up in ways that are in alignment with more money. So it's not it's not a comfort thing, but it can show up as like, oh wow, I'm I'm confident at the fact that I'm doing this for the first time. It can also show up as I'm feeling really empowered, like I'm I'm actually um, getting things done, making things happen. I, I feel like new things and new horizons are possible. And then the contentment is more about presence. Like I am feeling good about where I am in the present moment, despite all of the things that I still want to create and that I still want to do. Because we do want to feel as good as we possibly can in each moment, right? That's It's not possible to get it 100% of the time. Don't, don't aim for that. But to really consciously shift into that as much as possible and to enjoy the process as much as possible. And the process is where you're really going to feel that contentment happen. That's where it's really going to blossom. So, That's all that I've got for today, everybody. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much to each and every one of you for hanging out with me today. And as always, if you need some support, don't forget to book a session with me. Go to onyxhealing.com or if you need anything else, please head over to my website. If you need to request a prayer for Wednesday's episode, go ahead and go to onyxhealing.com and it'll be on the first page. So, That's all that I have for now. Thank you so much, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy 2020. I hope you guys, um, you know, set your intentions or get really clear on how you want to feel and kind of let that define your goals instead of the other way around and just see how that works for you if you would like. That's all I've got for now, and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.